The court of some guy's opinion will now come to order. Matt Richards is the presiding judge. Prosecuting attorneys are assorted internet searches, preconceived notions, and an incomplete worldview. Defense counsel includes a checking of bias and a questioning of motives. The court reporter's job has been replaced by the talk to text feature on every modern cell phone, and the bailiff has been on his coffee break since 1984. In this court, justice is not blind, and the scales are wildly unbalanced. Court is now in session. Oh, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the court of some guy's opinion. I'm your host, Matt Richards. Nice to meet you. Um, today's episode of the podcast is brought to you in part by Lucky Brand. Lucky Brand is the only uh, clothing brand trusted by the court of some guy's opinion to provide um, fantastic, perfectly form-fitting pants, um, shirts, button-down shirts, flannels, whatever you, whatever you want. They also have great pairs of shorts. I know the summer just ended, but um, they have good shorts for other um, other times of year. Uh, podcast also brought to you in part by Vans. Uh, Vans is the world's number one skate shoe, according to Vans. Um, and before they were co-opted by the before they were co-opted by all like the the trendy cool people um they were great skate shoes but then they got really popular they had to fucking churn out volume to meet the demand and they and a lot of their new shoes if you don't specifically buy the skate sole your uh your shoes are just gonna have like a little piece of like a little strip of rubber that they're gonna call a sole and so um only certain uh only certain models will be comfortable. Um, this podcast is also brought to you in part by Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels is the only whiskey that we trust to get fucked up during the podcast. Um, and also, um, for legal reasons, I, I have to tell you that none of these brands sponsor the podcast. Um, I just really wish they would because it's fun for me. Um yeah, sorry about Sunday when I didn't do a podcast because I was very hungover. Um, did my best, couldn't do it, and I was like, you know what? I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna just talk about nothing. For, I mean, I mean, I do that anyway. But like, I, I mean, my, my point was like, I'm not just gonna, I'm not, I'm not just, just gonna bullshit for. Actually, I, I, I do that too. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put out a terrible thing just to put out something new so i went with an old one um hope you guys don't mind but uh did hold true to the announcement um we are are start this is actually the first episode of a new is it sequence i guess category of episode um so for context before we, before we get started i'll just say that um, I told myself that in my adult life, my post-college life, I was going to be more aware of world issues. I was going to actually read the news and all that stuff. And then I got into the real world. <clears throat> I got a job. And I learned why so many adults are uninformed. And it's because 
when you're working a full-time job, when you get home, all you want to do is just sleep and lays around because you use literally all of your uh, mental bandwidth on this fucking terrible job that you don't like. So, <clears throat> so, um, or I shouldn't say it like that. I mean, like you spent all your, all of your, all, all of your mental bandwidth on someone else's project. So if you use all of that bandwidth on someone else's project and then you spend other bandwidth on your own project, when you get back and, and you're home and you're and you actually and you actually have downtime you don't want to read on the read the news and depress yourself so you just either sleep or you watch some nonsense or you listen to the corpse guy's opinion and and uh make fun of this nonsense whatever it is whatever it is uh i miss out on the news so i made the decision well actually um before i do that um so I, I I signed up for the New York Times like newsletter. So basically, like just like giving you the gist of, and, and I didn't know this. I, I was just trying to actually. I think it was on the podcast. One of the art I, I looked up for an article for the pot for the podcast, and uh, and inadvertently ended up signing up for this daily briefing thing for the New York Times, totally free. Um, and so I get a daily briefing. But I still don't read it. <laughs> so I decided that instead of just not reading it and having the emails fill my inbox, what I'm going to do is I'm going to have a podcast every week where I read the news or a summary of the news. Because it just says like what you need to know, essentially. What, so, so basically the New York Times decides what I need to know. Um, and I know that they're biased or whatever, but we'll we'll talk about it. It's fine. Um, this is this is this is a bonus. Like these are, these are all bonuses. Um, and I learned of the legal term uh, the head note. And where where is it? Uh, the head note is defined as the summary of the key legal points determined by an appeals court, which appears just above each decision in, in published reports of cases. Head notes are useful for a quick scan of the judgment, but they are but they are the editor's remarks and not the court's. And I feel like that fits what I'm really going for with this whole uh, summary of the news thing. And of course, keeping true to the name of the podcast, it, this is the court of some guy's opinion. So I feel like it's it's, it's appropriate that we call these episodes head notes. Or, or the head note, or something. I don't know. I'll, I'll decide in, the, I'll decide in the title. And you, you got, you guys already already read the titles, so, so you know. Um, <clears throat> I hope that's enough explanation because I have nothing else to say on the matter. So let's get going. We're gonna let's see. Today is Wednesday, so we're gonna start with last Thursday. Uh, so this is the morning of Thursday, October third, two thousand nineteen. My morning briefing. It says good morning. Oh, thank you. Uh, we're covering the latest developments in Washington, a major ruling against Facebook in Europe, and new details about lung damage in e-cigarette users. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, first thing. Quote, We're not fooling around, Democrats warn. 
Representative Adam Schiff, chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, was among several Democratic leaders who told the Trump administration on Wednesday not to obstruct their impeachment in inquiry. I mean, yeah. Doesn't that... I mean, I... Wait. <laughs> Seriously? So, they... All right. So they decide that they want to impeach him, and then they're like, hey, hey... Mr. President, we're going to try to impeach you, but, like, don't try to stop us or clear your name. Stupid. Uh, they announced plans to issue subpoenas by Friday if the White House did not comply with requests for information. We recently... Wait. Um... What? They announced plans to issue subpoenas by Friday if the White House did not comply with... So that means that the requests for information aren't legitimate it's just saying hey please give us this information because wouldn't that be a subpoena okay uh kurt volker who until last week was the special envoy for ukraine is expected to testify before a house committee today mr volker had put rudy giuliani president trump's personal lawyer in touch with the government in ukraine Whose leader, was, whose leader was later asked by Mr. Trump to investigate a political rival, Joe Biden. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about this. Because, like, Trump asked a foreign government to investigate a political rival, Joe Biden. I like I mean there are a lot of reasons you I mean I want to know the precedent on this. Like I want to know like is it commonplace for countries to ask other countries what their citizens did in that country? Is that like unreasonable to ask if they know? I don't know. There's too much about international law that I don't know to uh, about that. Um, anyway. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, the Daily. Wait, what? Oh, I, don't, I don't care about The Daily. Um, all right, this just seems all outdated by now. Okay. Is age still just a number for candidates? Uh, no. No, it's not still just an... It was never just... What? <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. <clears throat> hmm. Is age still just a number for candidates? The the, the headline is that question. Um, I'm going to say it was never just a number. Um, because, because old ass people shouldn't... Like, I mean, it can be just a number. You know what? Fine, fine. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. It can be just a number, but people who are in terrible health in their mid to late 70s, <coughs> current guy, um, probably shouldn't take a high-stress job such as the presidency. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong there. I don't know. Anyway. Who wants to listen to my answer? Let's let, let's listen to their answer. Oh, what's the, what word is this? Geronto. Wait. 
G-E-R-O-N-T, uh, gerontologists. Is that like a, someone who studies old people? I got to look this up. What does that word mean? What does that word mean? Gerontologist. Gerontology is the study of the social, cultural, psychological, cognitive, and biological aspects of aging. Oh, is that where geriatric came from? That's cool. All right, moving on. Um, gerontologists say there's no way to, to, def to definitively address whether there should be an upper age limit for the presidency. Yes, there should. But the question was renewed after Bernie Sanders, 78, was hospitalized. It was unclear on when. He's 78? Oh, my God. Remember when John McCain was 72? And, and then people were like, he's going to die in office. And then Obama's term ended and he was still alive. Food for thought. Um, but imagine we're still we're still over a year out from the election. So if Bernie gets elected, he'll be 79. And then let's just say for the sake of having round numbers that when he gets sworn in, he's 80. He'll get out of – and then we'll say it goes well and he gets a second term. He'll get out at 88. And he has – like, bro, go home. Go home. I don't – I mean, all right. I like a lot of what Bernie says, but it's just like – no, 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 no. I, I, I love the idea of of like of like everyone being taken care of. I love the idea, but at what cost? Because I'm currently getting the because because I'm not making a lot, and I'm currently getting the shit taxed out of me, and I and with my little bit, I'm saying like, hey, can I like keep a little bit of it, please? Can I keep a little bit of like what I work for, please? That's how I'm feeling, and and like if I feel that way about the little bit that I'm getting, I can only imagine what like the billionaires are feeling. Like, hey man, <laughs> I built this shit. I bought these laws. <laughs> I want to keep my money. <clears throat> oh, and so yeah, like I, I I like a lot of what he's saying, but uh, I, 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 you know, I like the. I, I love the idea of the utopia that he is suggesting. I don't know if we're gonna. I don't know if it's possible to get there, but I love the idea. Just, just like this fantasy. I love. You know what it is. You know what it is. I like the fantasy world. I like the fantasy world where everything works out. That's what I like. But I don't know if we're ever gonna get there. I, I sincerely doubt that we're ever gonna get there. Um, and here's the thing, Bernie, you made it. Like he made it, he's having health problems. He has millions of dollars. Like if I were him, like I would just go home, go home, hang out. That being said, he should have been the nominee last time. That was, that was something, wasn't it? All right. Uh, it was unclear on Wednesday when the Democratic presidential candidate w would return to the campaign trail after he had two stents inserted to treat a blocked artery. Bro, just chill out. What's next? The Democratic debate on October 15th 
Well, feed. Hey, hey, that's not that's not soon, or that is soon. Hasn't happened yet. Cool. Uh, we'll feature 12 candidates, the largest ever field on one stage. The Times national editor Mark Lacey will be one of the moderators, and w- and would like to know what you think he should ask. Well, Mark, shouldn't you maybe figure that out? <laughs> It's like, hey, millions of readers, do my job for me. All right. Uh, Related. In an experiment, 526 voters from across the ideological spectrum spent a weekend last month talking politics with little bickering and no partisan labels. Interesting. It's almost like... It's almost like when individuals get in a room and talk to each other with no audience and no agenda, they can have a reasonable conversation. Who knew? It's almost like the parties are meant to divide us. It's almost like some other point to make me sound like a smart person. All right. Um, U.S. to collect DNA from immigrants. Okay, here we go. Genetic samples collected from hundreds of thousands of people taken into immigration custody each year would be added to a national criminal database on the new government plan. Well, and a new government plans, officials at the Department of Homeland Security said, okay, all right, I'll read the whole thing and then talk about it. Until now, immigrants have been exempt from a 2005 law authorizing the collection of DNA data, and advocates said changing that could raise privacy concerns for an already vulnerable population. Trump administration officials did not provide a timeline for the rollout of the regulation. Um, So this is a tough one because like if you're taken into immigration, like like generally you're not being taken into immigration custody. If you're, um, if you're what they call, if, if you're what the kids call a legal immigrant. Um, and, I, and I know there's the whole, like, no human is illegal, like, thing going on. But, but like, on, on the other hand, like, like, a legal human can do illegal shit. And, and um, immigrating to a, to a different country without the proper paperwork is illegal. So, so, um... So yeah, so yeah. While the person is not illegal, what they did is uh, like jaywalking is technically illegal. It is illegal. Um, I am a legal person, but I jaywalk a lot. But you can't prove it, bitch. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, I mean, I get it. Like, it makes. I mean. I mean, I feel like, because, uh, like, illegal immigration is still illegal, so they did commit a crime, but I don't know, I would have to know how this national criminal database works. Like, like, like is it broken up by crime, and so you can, like, search illegal immigrant and then it comes up with like all these people because if that's it then i guess that 
would be a thing that happens. I mean, that, that would make sense, right? But if it's just like a whole hodgepodge of everybody, then then maybe you might want to have like a separate database. Um, but that's more of like a organization issue than a than a moral issue. Um, I feel like this is part of like the left wing bias of the times trying to be like they're collecting dna oh my god it's a registry um but at the same time it is uh, i don't know this seems like one of those like procedural things that gets blown up for political gain so i'm just gonna move on uh europe's top court rules against facebook ha suck it facebook countries can order the company to take down content and restrict worldwide access to that material oh okay wait what Wait, wait, wait. Countries can order the company to take down content and restrict worldwide access to that material, the European Court of Justice ruled today. But that's just in Europe, right? The decision has implications for whether national governments can expand content bans beyond their borders and places more responsibility. What? Background. Okay, okay, background, background. <clears throat> Uh, the case was brought by, by a former Aust Austrian politician who had sought the removal of disparaging comments about her that had been posted on an individual's personal Facebook page. A court had ruled the comments defamatory. That's has implications for. All right. I want to focus on the middle pair on, on the middle bit here. The decision has implications for whether national governments can expand content bans beyond their borders and places more responsibility on social media platforms to police their sites. whether national governments can expand content bans beyond their borders no no <clears throat> not at all are you fucking serious no because i i like look at north korea look at the level of shit that that north koreans deal with can you imagine, can you fucking imagine if North Korea was, I mean, I mean, they try this, but they can't do it. <clears throat> can you imagine if, if North Korea actually had the resources to be able to enforce their shit around the country or, or around the world? Can you imagine the, the, the fucking shit show that would, that's, that, that, that's, that's fucking... Isn't that like conquesting or conquering or some shit? Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> you can't do that. You can no. No. You can't expand. You can do that. You, you can do that whole thing where like you you drop it in your country or like whatever it is and and maybe they have to like maybe maybe they maybe they have to fucking like take it down for certain countries. YouTube does that, right? Like like this this video isn't not available in your country? Yeah. Sure, they can do that. But you can't take it... You can't take something down from me in the United States because someone in fucking... fucking Denmark doesn't like it. You can't do that. Fucking ridiculous. All right. Um, oh, this is quite a bit, actually. All right. Uh, how, how long have we been talking for? I've got 23 minutes. Hi, guys. This is going to be a long one, I think. 
Um, if you have, oh, okay. All right. I don't have six minutes to to uh, do that. Um, here's what else is happening: vaping effects. Long damage in some people who became ill after vaping, nicotine, or marijuana products resemble, resembles a chemical burn, doctors reported. Well, I mean, all smoking has a price. Um, I mean, it would make sense that a fucking, like, electric cartridge would have some kind of chemical in it that would... It, it makes sense. And, like, I, I guess we're just now reaching the point where we're going to figure out what vaping does. And unless the study gets suppressed, which it won't, because Big Tobacco wants vaping out, um, unless the study gets gets suppressed, then uh, we should find out soon, because they knew the the cigarette stuff like almost like like around th this point in cigarettes, they just suppressed it. So the vaping, we're learning the same things. Uh, new Brexit plan. Prime Minister Boris Johnson of Britain presented European Union officials with a detailed proposal to withdraw from the bloc by the end of the month. Its prospects are uncertain as the plan drew a swift negative response from Ireland. Go fuck yourself. All right. Um, my question with Brexit is like, don't you think? Because I think everyone can see this is going to be a huge shit show. So like, are they allowed to just like, like, can't they just? Can a can a country like like isn't the point of the government to like act in the best interest of the people? So if Brexit's gonna be a shit show, can't you just be like, hey, we shouldn't do this? <laughs> and, like, and can't they go back to the EU and just be like, hey guys, uh, sorry about that. We're just gonna like put that away. Can't you do that? I guess not. I don't know. Fine. Uh, Manhattan traffic ban. Starting today, passenger cars, including taxis and, U and Ubers, will be largely prevented. From, will be largely prevented from using 14th Street, a major crosstown route that carried 21,000 vehicles a day. Yeah, that's some bullshit. That is some bullshit. Mainly because, as a cyclist, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to use it or not. And I'm just waiting for a cop to wave me because th that's what they do. That's what they fucking do. Cops in New York, they don't drive around pulling people, like, like, like a cop on foot will wave you over and you have to go and you have to pull over and talk to the fucking cop. So, <laughs> which also, what if you just didn't stop? What are they going to do? They're on foot. I don't know. Uh, snapshot. Uh, Brant Jean embracing Amber Geiger, the former Dallas police officer who was sentenced to 10 years in prison on Wednesday for murdering Botham Jean, his brother, uh, in, in his own apartment. Brant Jean had asked the judge's permission to hug Miss Geiger after addressing her from the witness stand. Uh, yeah, that was, this was a nice moment, I guess, of forgiveness. Um, this kid's a good dude for, uh, for, I guess, using forgiveness and not hatred. Um, but this is some, this is some bullshit. <laughs> Here's the thing. I've been exhausted before. I've been, I've been so tired. I've almost fallen asleep on the way home. I've been there. I've been so tired. I almost got hit by a car on the way. I have been in that situation. I have never 
been so tired that I thought someone else's apartment was my apartment. I've never been that tired without falling asleep first. And and this isn't in the article. Look, I, 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 I'm hearing things about like I actually know I'm not, I'm not even gonna put it out there. Um, but I just heard I, I, I hear there's other things that suggest this was a little more than an accidental uh, walking in. Um, but I'm not gonna say any of those things because I don't know them for sure. And this podcast is already going on very, very late. Or very very long, or for, or for, for what it's gonna be. So we're just gonna move on. Um, I show this is. All right. You know what we should do instead? If it's gonna be like this, this is gonna be. All right. If I'm gonna read five, seven of these, we should just do like the, the top stories. So so we'll do that. Moving on to the next briefing, um, because we are at twenty eight minutes. <laughs> All right. Next briefing. Um, where am I? Friday briefing. This is last Friday. Or Friday last week. Good morning. Thank you. We're covering revelations in the American influence campaign in Ukraine. What? Oh. A government push for a loophole in Facebook's encryption plans. Oh, wait. What? Okay. We're covering revelations in the American influence campaign in Ukraine a government push for a loophole in Facebook's encryption plans, and a ban on masks in Hong Kong. It's also Friday, so there's a a new news quiz. I'm not taking a fucking quiz. Fuck you. I'm out of school. Um, Texts show U.S. pressure on Ukraine. Messages released late Thursday showed that officials in both the U.S. and Ukraine understood that President Trump would not grant his Ukrainian counterpart the Oval Office meeting he desired, unless he publicly committed to pursue investigations into Mr. Trump's political rivals. <clears throat> the text between Mr. Trump's top diplomats in U- to Ukraine and an aide to... Pre- I'm sorry, I missed all of that. I read if I didn't... I, I read if I didn't retain any of it. Okay. Messages released late Thursday show that officials in both the U.S. and Ukraine understood that President Trump would not grant his Ukrainian counterpart to the Oval Office... Or, sorry, his Ukrainian counterpart to the Oval Office meeting that he desired unless he publicly committed to pursue pursue investigation into Mr. Trump's political... Okay. Uh, the text between Mr. Trump, Mr. Trump's top diplomats to Ukraine and an aide to President... I'm not even going to try to pronounce that. Um, included a, dis- a discussion about language for a proposed statement, which the Ukrainians never released. Kurt Volker... The American former special envoy to the country is said to have told House investigators that the idea for the statement came from Rudy Giuliani, Mr. Trump's personal lawyer. Um, interesting. Um, so Trump's a businessman. Um, and he was like, hey. I want this if we're going to do this. Let's make a dealio. And they were like, "Eh." I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. This seems like this seems like 
this seems like the second string Russia collusion. It really does. I don't know if I buy it. I don't know if I buy it. This is the next thing. I feel like I feel like he's not gonna get. I feel like when all the details come out, I feel I feel like he's not like it feels like there's nothing here. It, it like I don't know. I don't know. I feel like he shouldn't be president. He definitely should get voted out next term. But like this impeach. Uh, Justice Department to push Facebook for access. Oh, boy. Attorney General William Barr and his counterparts in Australia and Britain. I, I hate I hate, I hate, that they're using counterparts. I hate it. All right. His counterparts in Australia and Britain are asking the company to create a loophole in its plan to fully encrypt WhatsApp and other messaging services. What? In a letter dated today, Friday, the law enforcement officials write, Quote, companies should not deliberately design their systems to preclude any form of access to content even for present what companies should not deliberately design their systems to preclude any form of access to content even for preventing or investigating the most serious crimes what does preclude mean I'm dumb preclude prevent from happening okay Make impossible. Got it. Okay. So they should not. Uh, um. Well. Huh. Well. Um. Ah. Uh, huh. 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 I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Um. Response. A spokesman said that Facebook respected the role of law enforcement but believed that people had a right to communicate privately. Yes! Yes, Facebook! Yes! Okay. Background. In 20, oh, the, the whole Apple thing with San Bernardino. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, oh, this sounds fun. How New Yorkers plundered Chicago's taxis. What does that mean? For more than a decade, for more than a decade, New York's taxi industry leaders have steadily seized control of the market for medallions in Chicago and other US cities. What does that even mean? Using tactics honed in New York, they made millions but ultimately helped gut the industry, leaving the lives of immigrant drivers on the edge of ruin. Uh They came in, they juiced up the medallion, a superficial value, a, a Chicago cab driver from Greece said. We took out their loans and we were wiped out. What? What does that even mean? What? I don't, like, wait, what? It doesn't make any sense. And it just links to other shit? The fuck? Um. I ha I don't. Alright. I guess I'll click this link. And we'll go to it. Um. This is long. Okay. This is a long article. Um. I'm gonna pause and. Actually. I don't, I don't have time for this. I don't have time for this. There's no. 
So basically, I guess New York is better than Chicago and more than just pizza. Fuck you, Chicago. <laughs> Sorry. The calculated risk of Joker. The R-rated film starring Joaquin Phoenix opened last night and is expected to be a hit for Warner Brothers. I can't wait to see this movie. I gotta find a time when I can go. Um, I might go during the day Saturday. Depends. Uh, but it's emphatic depiction of a character with similar psychological traits to those of gunmen in real life. Mass shootings has caused deep unease. You fucking cunts. All right. Uh, we look at the movie's origin story at a studio with a history of boundary pushing films that said something about the broader culture. Review. The Times reviewer A.O. Scott was unimpressed, calling the film an empty, foggy exercise in secondhand style and second-rate philosophizing. No one cares about critics. Because you saw when, like, they gave something I'm not going to name a 100% and the fans rated it, like, 20%. And then you saw they gave Dave Chappelle's special a zero and the fans gave it, like, a 90-something. The critics aren't aren't, aren't fucking real they're trying to they're trying to push a narrative another angle okay our quote our critics have accepted the joker's power to corrupt the masses in real life on a more literal level than the most adult comic book fan ever would according to an essay from the times okay here's my thing on this If you watch a movie, it's okay to 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 feel what the character feels in the movie. That's what a move. That's part of what a movie should do. That's part of the art of filmmaking. Is that the film should be compelling and make you feel something. So, it's one thing to feel the something. It's one thing to relate to the something. It's one thing to imagine yourself in the position of the person doing the something. It's like all of these, of a, like, because you see, you, you see a situation of a movie and you think in that situation, what would I be? What would I be doing? You insert yourself into it. Because you, you're like, where do I fit here? Which actually, I guess, is part of the representation issue that minorities talk about. Oh, wow. I just got that. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Anyway. It's another thing to act that out in real life. And if you act that out in real life, if it's bad, I mean, if it's a good thing, then you're a great person, you know? Like, if it's some, like, feel-good movie, then you're a great person. But if, but if it's some horror movie and you become the horror movie villain, then you're a douche. Um, can't we accept that it's a fucking movie? You don't... I talked about this already, but it's just like... Just because you saw it on a screen doesn't mean you have to do it. You fucking loser. All right, that's actually the end of this briefing. Um, there's the fucking Rachel Maddow's moment. What else is happening? The mask ban in Hong Kong, that's some bullshit. Um, all right, let's, let's move on, because I don't want to get stuck. All right. 
Moving on. That's Friday. Now let's go with my weekend briefing from this past weekend. One. It uh wait a minute. This this might this might be Okay, this is just this is like just like a summary. Alright, that makes more sense. Yeah, this is just more alright, sorry. Not including the weekend. Go going to Monday. Never mind. <clears throat> Good morning. We're covering a major U.S. policy shift in Syria and a second whistleblower in the impeachment inquiry. Oh, fuck, a second one. Okay. The Nobel Prize. Why aren't they naming these people? Anyway, the Nobel Prizes are being awarded this week. Today's was for medicine. Oh, that's cute. This is, this is two days ago. U.S. backs Turkey over Kurdish allies. Oh, boy. Is this just another case of Trump not knowing who our allies are? Uh, President Trump has endorsed a Turkish military operation that would target American-backed Kurdish forces near the border in Syria, the White House announced on Sunday. Okay. Turkey, Turkey, Turkey considers the Kurds a terrorist insurgency, but they've been the most reliable partner for the U.S. in fighting the Islamic State in a strategic part of northern Syria. Oh, the Kurds. Okay, yeah. Okay, Turkey Turkey considers the Kurds a terrorist agency, but but the Kurds have been the most reliable partner for the... Okay. The details. Mr. Mr. Trump's decision, which goes against the recommendations of top officials in the Pentagon and the State Department, would involve pulling back the 100 to 150 U.S. troops who are deployed to the area. All right. Background. President... Red, I, I can't pronounce that name. President of Turkey has demanded a, a, quote, safe zone along the Turkish-Syrian border that would be used for the involuntary return of at least a million Syrian refugees. Oh, boy. They are deporting refugees. Okay. Um, hmm. Oh, all right. There's a lot here, I think. There's a, there's a, there's a lot here, and I'm 23. Okay. Um, well, first off, um, um, why are we agreeing with Turkey on this if we're backing the Kurds? Um, and also, I feel like if it's like we'll, we'll say 130 U.S. troops, um, um, I mean, 130 is not a lot. I think, I don't know. Like when you hear armies, you hear like thousands. So 130 is not like a. I mean, it's significant. Don't get me wrong. It's it's definitely significant. But I mean, I mean, like if they're the only ones there, then that would be an issue. But I'm, I'm, I'm I don't know. Um, but the inv. <sighs> I don't. I I mean I. Do they have to go back to Syria? I mean, I mean the refugees. Like, like, couldn't they like just pass through? Be like, hey man, we're gonna go to wherever else. What is? I, I, I don't, I don't. All right, geography. Hold on. Google Maps. Looking this shit up. Gonna find. Gonna find out where the fuck these countries are. All right, the Syria-Turkey border. All right, so Syria is south of Turkey. I mean, and let's see. 
Bulgaria and Thessaloniki. Oh, that's Greece. Never mind. Bulgaria and Greece are to the northwest of Turkey. Uh, Georgia, Armenia, and Iran are to the east of Turkey. Syria and Iraq are to the south of Turkey. And the rest of the borders is the Black Sea and the Mediterranean Sea. So I feel like I could be wrong here, but I feel like they don't have to go back to Syria. I feel like they could probably try to go somewhere else. Um, and it can be like, hey, if you want to go to Bulgaria, stand over there. If you want to go to Georgia, stand over there. I feel, I, I feel like they could do it like that. Um, but, uh, I don't know. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. And I'm not qualified. <laughs> That's shit. I, can I just say I'm happy I live here? Can I, can I say that? I know it's kind of, like, controversial to be, like, happy to be an American right now. Because, like, they're all like, oh, my God, our country sucks. But, like, it's pretty fucking nice. Um, yeah, it's literally, like the other side of the planet that's that's fucking far dude i didn't realize how far away that was until do you imagine like immigrating from greece in like in like before planes how the fuck did anyone get anywhere like like your entire life like if you're from like nigeria how the f who's calling me? Hold on. Who the fuck are you? Evidently, the government still shut down, and uh, and that affects my student loans that I don't have. So I'm confused. Sounds like a robocall scam to me. All right. Moving on. Um. Also, I love this new Google Google Maps form. I, I don't know if it's new, but it's new to me. I like it. It's like it's like if you zoom out enough, it's a globe. Then you can zoom in and get like the flat um, perspective because it, it 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 it's it's almost like the Earth is so big that if you that from where we, we I fucked that up so bad. It's it's almost like, it's almost like the Earth is so big that if you stand on on any one point at our size, it feels flat. I don't know. Can you believe? You know what's terrifying about global warming is that like, is that like, wait, where's where is the North Pole? What? Wait, is it is the North Pole literally just ice? I feel like I should have known that, but I didn't know that. Okay. <laughs> such an idiot all right no, no well you know what's scary is it's it, like when all this shit melts like, like the, the, there's a bunch of like diseases and bacterias and shit that we're like maybe like don't have immunity for anymore because they've just been frozen in the ice and who knows what the fuck we're gonna let out so that's scary um i guess that's what they mean when they say that we're fucked because uh, we can 
Oh, yeah, we're fucked. Oh, yeah, it's over. It's over. All right, yeah, fuck it. Drink up, y'all. It's fucking over. Have a good time. Jesus. All right, moving on. Sorry. Moving on. Another whistleblower emerges. Oh, my God, another one? An intelligence official with, quote, firsthand knowledge, fuck you, has provided information related to President Trump's dealings with Ukraine, lawyers representing the official said on Sunday. The person who was hired the same legal team as the first whistleblower, what are their names, has been interviewed by the intelligence community's inspector general but has not filed a formal complaint. Mr. Trump has said that the original whistleblower's accusations are based on secondhand information, a defense that could be undermined by the new information. Okay. Um, response. It doesn't matter how many people decide to call themselves whistleblowers about the same telephone call. A call the president already made public. It doesn't change the fact that he has done nothing wrong. All right, well, if he's done nothing wrong, then he's done nothing wrong. What's next? As part of their impeachment inquiry, Democrats are scheduled to talk to at least two senior American diplomats this week. Associates admit that Trump's personal lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, have also been called to testify. Associates of Mr. Trump's personal lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, have also been called to testify. Sorry. Another angle. Attorney General William Barr and a veteran federal prosecutor have been reviewing the origins of the investigation into Russian election interference in in an effort that may bolster Mr. Trump's theory that foreign governments plotted plotted with his deep state enemies. Maybe. 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 That's a lot of, I don't know. I'm skeptical because I don't know who these these whistleblowers. You know, I think it's funny that uh, that um, just 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 um, thinking um, how all the whistleblowers from the past uh, we know their names and they've been like thrown in jail and they're in trouble. Despite the laws on the books to protect whistleblowers. Um, but now that but now that um, it's popular to whistleblow against the president. Um, but I don't want this guy to be president. I, I really don't. But a lot of these things seem a little uh, convenient. That suddenly the whistleblowers get to be anonymous and they're not getting thrown in jail. Um, I mean, they never should have, but we know that didn't matter before. Just something to think about. Moving forward. What? NBA faces a backlash in China. Okay. A quickly deleted tweet by the general manager of the Houston Rockets that urged support for Hong Kong protesters has put the basketball league at odds with, with its largest international market. Really? Daryl Morey said on Sunday that his view did not represent the Rockets or the NBA, but Chinese sponsors said they would pause their partnership with the team. Fuck you, China. Hey, we want to abuse this city, but the millionaires in a different country are calling us out for it. <laughs> Fuck you, China. Alright. Um What's next? The controversy comes as the Los Angeles Lakers are set to play two exhibition games in China this week 
against the Brooklyn Nets, whose new owner, Joseph Tsai, is a co-founder of the Chinese e-commerce giant Alibaba. Okay. I get it. I get it. China owns teams. I get it. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. So I guess part of the NBA because should have cut the here's what I don't here's what I don't get now like the word national doesn't work once you leave the country like like I never got why the NHL is the NHL because they have teams in Canada I know like like the MLB is is major league baseball so it's like yeah it's it's not necessarily so like, I mean it's the American League but it's just like the major leagues so it's Wow, you know what? That that means the World Series is like really the only like legitimate world champs out of the American sports, and and I guess the MLS, but the MLS sucks. So like they are, so like they, so like they aren't even. And soccer has the World Cup, so never mind. Um. Anyway, um. Okay. Philanthropists try to soften Russia's Russia's image. Oh boy. Since the fall of the Soviet Union, wealthy Russians have become influential patrons of the arts. Really? Okay. Western cultural organizations, including the Kennedy Center in Washington and the Guggenheim Museum in New York, have often benefited. All right. Their financial support of activities that celebrate Russian culture creates a counter-narrative to the country's aggression in Ukraine and election meddling. It also fits with President Vladimir Putin's efforts to use soft power as a tool of foreign policy. Huh. Quotable. When Western publics think about Russia, Putin wants them to think about Pushkin, Tolstoy, Tchaikovsky. Oh, one Russia expert told the Times. What he does not want Western publics to think about is the actions of his regime. Well, yeah. I mean, wasn't that the whole way to win the... Wasn't that the whole thing where, like, if we dropped... What was it? Like... Our music, something else, and blue jeans on Russia, we'd win the Cold War. Wasn't that, like, the the thing? Or just, like, yeah, show the, the art. Because the art shows what the people are thinking, really. Um, and then the artist kind of, like, puts that on on some kind of platform to be, to be consumed. Um, and related to. So, of course, it, it makes sense, I guess. Still, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like most people are they're just different. They're not bad. They're just different. But there are a lot of bad people that will use the differences to motivate regular people into doing bad things. So, I guess what do you ask? I don't know. I don't know. This is above my level now of ability to talk about things. Alright, let's, let's go to Tuesday. Let's go to Tuesday. My Tuesday briefing. I have to go to the bathroom actually, so I'll be right back. But I don't have to tell you that because I'm going to pause it. Oh, hello again. I'll tell you what. I don't know what I ate, but my farts today have been horrific. 
And that was no exception. I didn't even shit. I just took a piss, and it was awful. Um, sorry for the energy change. Uh, drink's almost done. All right. Back to what? All right. The Tuesday briefing? Cool. Good morning. Hi. We're covering the aftermath of President Trump's promise to withdraw from Syria, the NBA's latest response to a controversy involving China, and changes to the ACT. The, the ACT. Is that that bullshit test from high school? All right. Breaking. The Nobel Prize in Physics was awarded to three scientists for their contributions to the understanding of the evolution of the universe and the Earth's place in the cosmos. Cool. Um, it is way too vague to be new. All right. Um, mixed signals in the Middle East. After widespread criticism of the decision to clear the way for a Turkish military operation against the U.S.-backed Kurdish fighters in Syria, President Trump switched gears on Monday and said he would restrain Turkey. Well, that's good. Mr. Trump has long pushed to leave, quote, endless wars, a position many Americans support, according to polls, only to be pulled back by the national security establishment and congressional allies. Senator Mitch McConnell, fuck that guy, the majority leader, warned on Monday against, quote, a precipitous withdrawal, unquote, from Syria and urged Mr. Trump to exercise American leadership. Hmm. That feels dark. New analysis. Mr. Trump's foreign policy, quote, has largely abandoned the elaborate systems created since President Harry Truman's day to think ahead about the potential costs and benefits of presidential decisions. End quote. Writes David Sanger, a national security correspondent for the Times. What's next? The Kurds have been among America's most effective allies against the Islamic State. An analyst warned that a U.S. withdrawal could benefit Iran, Russia, and President Bashar al-Assad of Syria. Why are they only naming one guy? Here's a look at what could happen. Um, I mean, the Middle East is difficult. You guys hear that siren? That's my life. All right. Um, it's, um... It's difficult. It is difficult to know what's right because cause even though at the core all people just want to like kind of have a safe place to live and whatever. Well, while, while that's the core, we're still so the cu cultures are still so different. And and like and I feel like we just, I don't understand what's going on over there. And I understand that I don't understand what's, which means that, that I feel like my feeling of why don't we just leave them alone? That might not be the right answer based on their cult, based on the culture difference. They might have a different feeling. And I don't know. Maybe this is the classic case of he wanted to end. The Here's the thing. Trump has done his own thing on so many other things that it's just like. That I feel like he wouldn't have reversed his decision. On this. Unless 
they really pulled back the curtain and showed what it was. So even though I so even though I don't agree with him, I think his actions are telling about a broader problem. And I'll leave that there and move on. The impeachment inquiry ex- expands. The House issued subpoenas on Monday to the def- to the Defense Department and the Office of Management and Budget for documents that might help identify any tr- t- any ties between the the withhold the withholding of U.S. aid from Ukraine and President Trump's push for its government to investigate his political rivals. Gordon Sondland, the U.S. ambassador to the European Union who has been deeply involved in Mr. Trump's Ukraine policy, is expected to speak to investigators today. The details. Impeachment investigators have been issuing near-daily requests for subpoenas. Here's a look at the evidence. That, okay. Um, another angle. As part of the U.S. policy to fight corruption in Ukraine, Energy Secretary Rick Perry has pushed for changes as, at a state-owned gas company. Uh, didn't he def- resign or something? I thought he had resigned. Um, or is that coming soon? Oh, it's, it's coming soon. Right. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, this is... um. I feel... Here's the thing. Like, if you just... This is, like, just the newest example of the fact that if you get to a certain level of wealth and power, the laws don't really apply to you. Because, like, don't you kind of have to, like, do things if you're subpoenaed? Don't you have to, like, give that information to somebody? Or, like, whatever it is? And he's just like, nah, fuck you. So either he is more powerful than, than anyone knew, or the subpoena's not real. <laughs> and this is all bullshit. I don't know. And I'm not sure, I'm not sure which one I prefer. Anyway, NBA tries to limit fallout in China dispute. The Basketball League said today that its initial response to a controversy involving an executive support of the protest in Hong Kong had left people, quote, angered, confused, or unclear on who we are or what the NBA stands for. The NBA had earlier said it was, quote, regrettable that many Chinese fans had been offended by a quickly deleted tweet by Daryl Morey, the Houston Rockets general manager. A concession that drew criticism in the U.S. Related, Joe Tsai, a Taiwan-born billionaire who recently became the primary owner of the Brooklyn Nets, added to the controversy by referring to the Hong Kong protests as a, quote, separatist movement, which echoes the way Beijing describes them. Oh, boy. Another angle. South Park. The long... What? Hold on. (laughs) Another angle. South Park, the long-running Comedy Central cartoon, was erased from major online... Oh, Oh, shit. Was erased from major from from made wow, okay. South Park, the long-running comedy template cartoon, was erased from major online platforms in China after an episode taunted the country's censors and parodied their effects on American entertainment. Hmm. Interesting. I feel like China needs to stop being a bunch of cunts. China, I think you're being a little rude to, to a city. Literally, a country is giving shit to a city. What are you doing, guy? Chill out. Stand down, sir. Yeah. 
I'm telling the whole country of China to stand the fuck down. How's that feel? All right. Moving on <laughs> to my Wednesday briefing. This is today. All right. Good morning. We're covering Turkey's expected incursion into Syria, the White House's decision to not cooperate with the impeachment inquiry, and planned power outages across California today. Oh, boy. This is a lot. Turkey says, oh, sorry, breaking. The Nobel Prize in Chemistry was awarded to three scientists for the development of lithium-ion batteries. What are their names? I don't care. Um, Turkey says Syrian incursion is imminent. Oh, boy. Turkey said today that its planned operation targeting Kurdish militants in northeastern Syria would begin shortly. <laughs> Are you saying that a, they described a military operation for the ETA, they said shortly? I don't know why that's so funny to me. A Kurdish militia, m militia, a Kurdish militia, long supported by the U.S. before President Trump ordered the withdrawal of American troops in the area, warned of a quote humanitarian catastrophe. Oh boy, Mr. Trump has insisted that he is not abandoning the militia, which has worked with the U.S. to defeat the Islamic State, but which Turkey considers a terrorist group. Well, yeah, he's not abandoning the militia. He's just like, hey, man, we're going home. Actually, that, that is kind of abandoning, if you think about it. Um, quotable. We will resist, Maslam Kobani, commander of the militia, told the Times. We have been at war for seven years, so we can continue the war for seven more years. Checks out. Go deeper. U.S. and Turkish officials say that President... Uh, of Turkey has repeatedly guided Mr. Trump toward positions that are at odds with those of his own national security advisors and Republic. Oh, Trump, what are you doing? Stop listening to other people. <sighs> Mr. Trump announced on Tuesday that Mr. Erdogan would visit the White House in November. Fantastic. Another angle. Mr. Trump has faced bipartisan criticism in Congress over his decision to pull back in Syria. Why? Our chief Washington correspondent says that Republicans have been willing to break with the president over foreign policy when they believe there are no political consequences back home. I don't know. This is bullshit. Hey, Turkey, stand down. Stop being, stop being dicks. Turkey and China, stop being dicks. That's all this is. It's just other countries being... It's just people being dicks. Is what all... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I'll tell you what. For as giant and grotesque as the president is, he does a great job cramming all of that into a suit. Or... or Either, either that or, or this is a great picture of him because he looks actually like moderately healthy in this one. All right. <sighs> White House declares inquiry invalid. The White House said on Tuesday that it would not cooperate with the impeachment inquiry of President Trump, calling it an illegitimate effort, quote, to overturn the results of the 2016 election. Well, he's not wrong. 
an eight-page letter signed by Pat Cipollone, 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 White House counsel, argued that the inquiry had denied Mr. Trump's due process rights. Mr. Cipollone also said that the executive branch would no longer willingly provide testimony or documents. In other words, go fuck yourself. All right. Uh, House Democrats said that the failure to, de- to comply with their requests could be an impeachable defense in itself. What? Go deeper. A White House reporter, Annie Carney, described the administration's calculation, or, oh, sorry, as, quote, they basically decided that looking like they're hiding something is better than the look of the... Wait. They basically decided that looking like they're hiding something is better than looking like they're cooperating with what they're calling an illegitimate investigation. I don't agree. Maybe. But here's the thing. And, and, and this is where and this is where empathy and, and understanding your enemy comes in because because if because looking at, at it from their perspective, say they legitimately believe that this investigation is illegitimate, then wouldn't they be right to not waste their time going through things and giving the, the Dems what they want? They'd be then what what they're doing is totally correct if, if, if that's what they truly believe um so yeah i guess i guess they're right i guess i guess that makes sense another angle more details emerge about mr trump's call with ukraine's leader in july according to a memo from a whistleblower a white house official who had heard the call was quote visit wait what more details emerged about Mr. Trump's call with Ukraine's leader in July. According to, a memo, according to a memo from a whistleblower, a White House official who had heard the call was, quote, visibly shaken a day later, describing the conversation as crazy and frightening. I hate everybody. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, he used some words. Jesus, I don't know. I I'm st- I don't like that they're calling it an inquiry because I feel like it's not a thing. Anyway, um, Bernie Sanders says he'll slow down. Oh yes, Bernie, sl- please, please take care of yourself. The senator said on Tuesday that he that he would change the nature of his presidential campaign after suffering a heart attack last week. Mr. Sanders, 78, gave no indication that he was planning to drop out. Pollsters said that it was too soon to measure how his health issues might have affected his voter preferences. Bernie, just go home, bro. It's, it's fine. Just, just go home. It's all right. Related. Elizabeth Warren said she had grown more comfortable in discussing parts of her life and explaining why her account of losing a teaching job after becoming pregnant had changed. What? Wait, 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 wait. Elizabeth Warren said she had grown more comfortable in discussing parts of her life in explaining why her account of losing a teaching job after becoming pregnant had I don't even want to know what happened here. Did she try to, like, make a point of maternity leave? Is that what this was? And then she contradicted... All right. I'm not even going to. We're done. All right. 
The secret spy unit in Russia targets Europe. An elite group inside the Russian intelligence system has been attempting to destabilize Europe for at least a decade. Oh, oh no. But its existence has only recently become known to Western security officials. The group, known as Unit 29155, has been connected to at least four operations, including the attempted assassination of a Russian former spy in Britain last year. Oh, was that the one with the fucking thing on the doorknob? Wow. All right. Um, the details. Little is known about this unit, but there are clues that suggest links to President Vladimir Putin's brand of, quote, hybrid warfare, propaganda, hacking attacks, and disinformation, as well as open military confrontation. Are they going to say anything, or? Literally, that, that, that entire blurb just said, like, hey, they exist. Didn't, didn't, say, they, didn't say they're doing anything. All right. Okay. Uh, and that is it. That is it for the major news stories of the past week. And that is, or actually, I guess that, that's the, the summary of the major headlines from the past week. Um, in other words, that is the head note and that's the end of it. So yeah, if I write into the podcast, go, uh, email, uh, some guy podcast at gmail.com. Uh, follow me on social media. If you want, I am hazmat Richards on Instagram, uh, mediocre Matt on Twitter. Um, like the Facebook page, Quarter of Some Guy's Opinion on Facebook. Uh, please rate, review, subscribe wherever you're listening to this. We're on every platform. Um, and tell your friends because that helps us. It helps us grow and your friends will like you for telling them about a podcast that you like. Um, I hope they do at least. Uh, if not, maybe you need better friends. Um, and hey, thanks for listening because without you, there'd be no better listening and this would go to nobody and that would be embarrassing. Um... And I sincerely hope that you guys enjoyed this as much as I enjoy doing it. If not, no hard feelings, because at the end of the day, I'm just some guy, and this is just a quarter of some guy's opinion. So thank you very much for listening. Have a lovely day, or rest of your day, or night, or whenever you, or, 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 or whenever you hear this. And I will talk to you the next time that I talk to you. Probably Sunday, but we'll see. Court adjourned.